Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Today, we got the Pyramids of Jayiza. Return to greatness. And we're going to keep it simple because this is going to be one of our episodes to explain our NFL season predictions. So please, sit back and enjoy the show. Jalen, here we go, getting into it on a nice little Thursday evening. Uh, no no crazy news, really any news at all in the sports world. Nothing too major. I shouldn't say any news. Grant Williams, shout out, goes to the Mavs. Um, that, uh, that's not my news that I told you I was going to start with. I just remembered that. But that's pretty minor. I like it for the Mavs. But anyways, other than that, not much going on. So we're going to hit the pyramids of Jesus. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, surprised that you didn't start with that. Um, I saw just recently Dejounte Murray sticking with the Hawks. Um, really shoots down our trade ideas, man. I mean, it wasn't realistic, but yeah, <laughs> they were never going to probably give up on it after one year. Still in the future, though. Maybe at the deadline, like the Supposed deal. I believe we'll keep it in the books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But other than that, nothing too crazy going on. Um, <laughs> I yeah, do. No, we, str- we, we struck out on the Dame stuff, man. That's why nothing really is going on. We said it at the end of the episode. Hopefully it happens. At the moment, I got a... It's going to take a while, I got a feeling. <laughs> I think it will, too. Because especially when your agent comes out saying he's only going to go to one team. It's kind of... I don't know. Christian, like Christian said, it's kind of dramatic. But... And... Um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Oh, no, no, that's how I feel. Is I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. It's weird, but he can, I don't know, he kind of deserves it. So it's interesting. Yeah, I think it will happen like at some point if it's inevitable, but they'll probably haggle over the price. It's, you know, what honestly it reminds me of? It's so, I feel like it's just like going to end up just being obviously it's different because it's basketball, but like the Jets and Rogers, where you knew it was probably happening. For like a month almost before it actually officially happened, and they just be haggling over the price for like a month. <laughs> Could be, yeah. Especially in the NBA, I feel like the numbers are harder to get to. Uh, players are more picky to, to sort out. So, I feel like, dude, this one's and like I feel like we talked about it a little bit in the beginning here. Don't have much to work with with the Heat. So, yeah, no Dame news. <laughs> that's that's pretty much that summary. You know, no Dame news. Jovic and Hakez have been good in the summer. We're good in the first summer league game, though. So, yeah. We're at least trying to up their value. <laughs> I was about to say, Jokic has upped his value really fast, apparently. And uh, what's it called? We got uh, Brandon Miller, who's losing value tremendously. Oof. Yeah, it's a rough start. I don't worry about it too much. I still think Brandon Miller would be probably a good player. But we'll find out tomorrow when they play when he plays Victor Wembanyama. I saw a reel of Anthony Bennett's summer league highlights the other day where he was just cooking people. So I'm not too worried, but there's something to be gained from it. It's not great so far. <laughs> yeah. It probably won't be too much. I mean, we'll find out. It's just the summer league, but he has a big task ahead of him. Like I said, Victor's coming to play. It's true. I bet Victor will play like one to two games in the summer league. Probably Matt. I feel like this is the only one. I feel like this might, might be the only one. Just one warm-up game. They're like, all right, you good? Yep. All right. It's great for the Tease real the puzzle. Tease the public, yeah. Give the public what they want and then just keep it easy. Oh, it's going to be an interesting storyline. Also, this wasn't the NBA thing either, but can we just – I got to say something bad that I don't want to say. Go ahead. Get I, all the NBA things off your chest. All right. There's two. This is not the first one, but – or it is, but <laughs> – Sacramento, love them, still believe in them. Very questionable as to why Keegan Murray is currently playing for them in the summer league games. Forty. Why do you have a playoff starter playing in the summer league? Are you see, the Nuggets don't even have Christian Brown in the summer league. You had a playoff start, you had a starter out there in the summer league from your playoff team. What what is Keegan Murray doing out there? I think we know if he can play in the real league. Why is he out there? 
It's getting them refs up, man. You got to respect the game. (laughs) No, you got to respect the game. He's trying to get his game up. How much did he? He had like a game too. He went off on him. I I saw I saw his highlight reel. I want to pull it up real quick because he did go off last night. Yeah, Keegan Murray summer league. That's a great sign when uh, yeah, forty one (laughs) points. It's yeah, awesome. It's oh, here you go, Colby. They shut him down. And he's no longer playing. <laughs> he came in to drop 40 points, and that was it. That was when I said after last year. That was a summer league thing I believed in. And that's why I do think they're so credible. So I was like, oh, he was awesome in the summer league as the rookie last year. I was like, oh, he's going to be good. And he was. And like, so now there's no reason to have him out there. Um, anyways, and then my only other thing. Sorry, did you want to rant on the Kings thing more? No, that was a fun one. And the Kings got a new uniform. So that's uh, if it were adding on to anything Kings. Yeah. All right. The other thing, I do owe, I feel like, a slight apology to uh, the Toronto Raptors for the thing like I'm upset about them. And on the tiers and in various segments of the offseason, I had them as a loser. <laughs> and while I still feel that's all mostly true, I did not realize – this is just bad by me. I'm off on this. That they owe a top six protected pick to the Spurs next year. So if Toronto doesn't have like isn't like horrendous, they give their pick to the Spurs. So I did not realize that that was in the equation when I was saying how they should just blow it up and go full complete teardown. I understand if you might not get your pick anyway, even if you do do that because the lottery's quacky. Did not was not aware of that. I still don't love what they've done too much. I still think they should just bite the bullet anyways, but I kind of understand it more. So it's a slight apology because I did not realize that they still owed that pick to the Spurs. That's a fleecing. Uh, that's a it's a great pick down the line by the Spurs. Not a fleecing, but. I mean, yeah, so that means what? They have to blow it up in order to keep that pick? Essentially, they have to really, they have to be like awful to keep it, basically. They guarantee they'll keep it because you just don't know what the lottery. So they have to go like completely bottom out to definitely have it. And then they'll eventually have to give the pick next year. But they also lost Van Fleet and the league is deep. So they might be pretty damn far down there anyways. Who knows? Yeah, it's going to be tough for them, man. That's it's going to be. It, well, hey, like you said last episode, they, they sold out everything just to get this one, man. Just to get that one, and here they are. They're playing. They're paying the benefits of it, but hey, it was an elite championship. Let's say that. And it that's true. And it did come out they might actually trade Siakam. There's like a little noise, not much. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I was about to ask you that next question. Was do you think how long do you think it was going to take them for them to get rid of Siakam? I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to. I feel like their prices just are way too high. They've tried to get like a fleecing for Siakam that they probably won't get, even though it's really good. But I do think it will. It should happen eventually. I would like to see him, not just like for them. I do want to see him on a contending team again. And like that Raptors team's not it. He obviously can't be like the guy, but if he's like your Robin, I mean, he won a championship where he's the second best guy. But if he's your third best guy, like. I would like be, let's see how the Blazers do in the future. Let's see how the Blazers do in the future, you know. Let them be like the old vet, you know. Harrison Barnes, you know, I don't know. He's back on. I want to see what he I wonder what he can do, you know. What what can Siakam do? What would be good potential spots for him? You know, cuz I feel like the Raptors might hold on to him midway through the season. He might be one of those trade deadline uh blockbuster moves that happen. Because he didn't happen last season. So, I just wonder, what would be a good spot just off the top of your head? Minnesota for Towns. Who says no? Straight up, Siakam for Towns. Probably not essentially straight up. Whatever you have to do to make the money work. Someone throws a pick, maybe one one way or the other. Essentially straight up. It would fit much. Siakam would fit much better with Gobert and Edwards than Towns does. Just from a basketball perspective. And for Toronto, like, Towns is, what, like a little bit younger? They're roughly not much younger. I mean, Siakam's not old. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one, man. I like I like Spicy P, but <laughs> I don't know. I was just off the just top. Just for another tall guy, you know? 
maybe it would be good, but and in the game, we still got Rudy. So. I don't know if the Warriors have anything that the Raptors are going to want all that much, though. The Warriors, you said? They got Siakam. That would be pretty filthy. That would answer the tall man problems. Yeah, that would help a lot. Um, let's see who else could probably use them. Yeah, I don't would... think it would be enough. Would you think it would be? I don't think it would be enough to keep pushing B to the right direction. I think. No, I don't think that would be the best fit either. That'd be kind of. Yeah. I wouldn't say Philly. Dallas, if they had any way to acquire him, but they don't, so they have no chance. <laughs> oh, what about Magic? Because then they, speaking of Magic, by the way, didn't uh, they just do like a little GM change or something like that? Yeah, their GM like stepped down, and some guy who's been in the building for like eleven years under him. I apologize, can't remember his name. He uh, took it the job. What are your oh. thoughts on your Magic right now, Colby? After I feel like he stepped down, he got all his guards that he could ever have, and he said, "You know what." think i can ride this puppy off into the sunset oh so, uh colby what are your <laughs> thoughts on the gm change yeah i mean good probably like so you you got at this point i don't know how long he's been the gm for a while you've not or a little bit at least not gotten a ton of picks awesomely right you were hit on fronds that was an awesome pick and congratulations, you were able to figure out that Paulo Bancaro was the best of the three guys that could have gone one, and by far was. Other than that, I mean, there are any of these picks they've made home runs. <clears throat> Isaac could have been if he could ever play basketball, but he never does. So I don't feel great about where they're at, to be honest with you. I will say I love Paulo. I like Franz. I like Fultz. I do like some of these guards, but it's just such a weird roster. I still like them. I still believe they'll be in that playoff mix. But I do think I have to say I'm switching Indiana as, like, the team I think they'll definitely make the playoff jump out of those two, the two young, fun teams. Because Indiana supporting so fast. I still believe in the Magic. I still think they'll be good just because Paolo will put them on his back if he has to and can just get them wins. Um, and Franz is still a pretty solid two for a rebuilding-ish scrappy team. So I still believe in him, but I don't love them season. I didn't really understand their draft too much. I mean, I guess if Jet Howard is like a lethal shooter, that'd be cool. But I don't know. From what I understood, a lot of people didn't have him going that high in the draft. I don't know what that if that, that means much at all, but, you know. So... Don't love where they're at, too. Don't love some of their moves, at least. I love their where they're at long-term still because of Paolo and Franz, but they're going to have to figure some things out. I don't think they're going to be able to keep all these guards. They have so many guards. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I was doing a little quick research there, and it looks like it was Anthony Parker, former player and everything. So, um, yeah, now I was about to say we'll see what he can do. He's been around, it looks like, for a little bit. But like you were saying, as for all those guards, hey, maybe this new GM or Mr. Parker himself here can uh, make some trades going for these for these guys here. And I feel like they're going to be another team we'll be hearing about at the trade deadline. Um, I don't blame you. Don't blame you. The Pacers were making moves, man, to, to hop on the on the wagon. They need to come up with something crazy like how the Kings had the beam. I hope they come up with some fun tradition for this. Oh, season. no. I, they won't do that. The Pacers are a much more proud organization than the Kings. Come on, don't don't like. Oh come on! Are you are you are we really yes. going to do this, Colby? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to. I like. No, no, no. We're taking a stance right here. One, one or the other. Kings or the Pacers. Like all time as an organization. No, no. Just right now. What are you going to be oh, going with? Right now, the Kings. Obviously. Okay, then. Come on. No, don't, don't hurt our beam team. Come on. Oh, I was just going to say. I was only <laughs> saying that historically you know speaking okay as much as it's fun as this has been this last year prior to the last year jalen of the <laughs> time you and i have known each other what have we ever said about the sacramento kings other than the laugh that they're sat there and i can literally remember sage sitting there just reading off their draft picks over like seven years maybe that's just because i'm a loser but and we're just laughing it's just how historically bad it was like the the Pacers are a much more proud organization historically. They've never won the championship, obviously, like the Kings, but they've had much more overall success. 
consistently throughout their history. So I don't think they're going to put up a beam. But they just have a team. That I do think the Kings is a good comparison, though, because they just have a team that, I mean, it just makes sense basketball-wise on paper. Like, the guys all kind of fit well together. And you have Halliburton running the show. Like, offensively, that team is going to be tough to defend on a, on a regular season game. Second night of a back-to-back, they're going to run some teams off the floor. Well, your boy Halliburton was a part of both of those teams, and seems like your fandom of him is just taking it to the next level. But I think it would be crazy, man, if these guys met up. And there's no way, because I feel like it, no way in today's NBA these guys are going to ever meet each other in the NBA Finals. Oh, but, no, probably not. But they're both know, fun. <laughs> I was about to say, wouldn't that be fun? No, wouldn't that just be fun, right? <laughs> Who would you say has a better chance to win the championship in the next five to ten years to actually get one? The Pacers Right now? Yeah. Oh man, you know I I I would really like to say the Kings just because of Mike Brown. Says the championship experience and stuff and as might, a backup and head coach and head coach. Much better right now. I yeah. still think the Pacers have a better chance overall just because Halliburton. I think oh. last. I think Halliburton's gonna be pretty good for a decade. And I don't know, man. I I kind of believe in, in what they got going on there. I just think the East has, like, what's going to happen in the East? Like, Embiid is getting up. Embiid is gonna, has had injuries. He's going to be getting up there. He's got all the pressure. He could move. Giannis is still going to be dominant for a while. And the Celtics are around. I mean, yeah, other we're, than wait, that, we're still waiting for Jalen Brown. Yeah. Like, the Pacers could ascend in the East pretty quickly down the line. Not next year, but, like, in a couple years? Who knows? I just think Halliburton's going to be, like, all time. So good. And plus, the Kings gave the Warriors a good run for their money in the playoffs. Let's not forget, yeah. they had to face the Warriors in the first round. <laughs> they had to face... Two years, the Kings definitely have a better chance. Yeah, I'll take the Kings. I'll, I'll stick with those guns. It's a, it's a weird one to say, just for a two-year period. We'll revisit that. All right, I like that. Well, Jalen, you know, another word for a king, an Egyptian king, is a pharaoh. And in Egypt, they did hang around um, with the pyramids. And so we have, unless there's anything else, the pyramids of Jesus. Fun, fun little basketball there. All right. So, yeah, that was fun with the basketball there. A little quick recap of whatever's going on in our NBA thoughts. Uh, how do I, let's see, we're going to go ahead and take over the screen share. Oh. And queue up these pyramids. So it's, we did a quick preview of them last time and everything. Got my jabs in real fast and everything. Made sure it was fast enough so Colby <laughs> couldn't say much. But here we go. We got the time and here we go, Colby. I'm ready. I'm excited to react to these. Let's see here. Oh, I'm learning. Sorry. John Kitna. Why, why are we looking up John Kitna? <laughs> oh, dude, you did not see the news about John Kitna? Oh, did he pass? No, his son. His son has been in the news and for bad things, my friend. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. There we go. We made it to the real thing, though. John Kitna. Yeah, no, not, not good things. But, um... Pyramids of Jay Colby Black, I said, return to greatness. As you okay. see right there, we got our Eagles on there. I got yeah. you a nice quick little where you can see in the corner there. You can re- a little quick recap. Um, but, you know, the tourism last de- time. Go ahead. I was just going to say the tourism department of Jay has certainly stepped up their game. Uh, here. This looks lovely. I love the, the riding in on the horse. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. We got we to gotta make sure it stays classy here. And at least tries to live up to expectations because like I was going to say, Eagles, we were right about them last time. When they lived up to expectations, I think there's going to be a couple teams, Colby, that will surprise you on this list, maybe, depending on how they were presented on our NFL schedule predictions. But uh, besides that, you ready? The only time I didn't have time for it also is an edit of the Ravens. I wanted to put them on there like as like a little like tumbleweed or something because they were Lamar didn't get hurt. Oh, if he didn't, they would have made the playoffs. No, I would have made a great argument. That's all. You did. 
but you're right. With but, LeBron, so I like that. So with... over time, more teams can potentially get their names on the pyramids long term. Yeah. It's a nice touch. Yeah, thank you. Eagles, I feel like they'll be – they're not going to be a surprise. So they're a return to the greatness. So, all right, you ready, Cole? Yeah, let's hit these categories. Return to the greatness. Indiana Jones-style themes here, as you saw me riding in the horse. We got cover your eyes. Just a quick recap of last time. This is the offense branch. Things that you just don't want to watch when your team goes on the field to play offense. You're going to cover your eyes. <laughs> these teams are going to be the Cardinals, the Packers, the Colts, the Titans and the Rams. I think it's going to be tough to watch. Um, Colby, you ready for this? You want to go ahead and rebuttal early? Um, the, I mean, obviously, a lot of these are correct. The Rams have an argument to be higher just because of McVay and Cup and Stafford, because of what they've accomplished and the, the upside they have, even though they're old and questionable. But last year, you're right, they were hard to watch. I'm not going to fight anything too hard. I don't want to just fight you about the Packers. I think the Packers are a smidge low. Can the Packers be in the second row? But we'll see. We'll see. Okay. It's fine. Pretty tough. Pretty good. Here we go. I feel like here we go. This will at least give you a better arguments here. We got oh wait, hang on. This is gonna be a little tricky. There we go. Snakes. It had to be snakes. <laughs> These are offenses that uh I think just you're not gonna be happy to watch. They'll be they'll have their ups and their downs, but at the end you just can't trust them. They're snakes. Oh, Colby, I think a team that you already see right off the bat. And you know, you, you, yes, it's gonna be your Washington football team, the oh. Panthers, Texans, Bears, Raiders, Bucks, and Patriots at the moment because they haven't made the move that I want to see them move. I'm also a big fan of if D Hop goes to the Patriots, and I think it would take them a step up. But at the moment, they're a snake. Um, Colby. This will give you some fodder here to argue for your teams down there and cover your eyes. So what do you got? All right. So a couple things. I like this. This is insanely creative. I love these names. I mostly agree with this. I really like that you have the Texans here because I think there are people out there that might still have the Texans and cover your eyes, which I disagree with. I like this row mostly. Um, the Bucks and Rams should be swapped. Are you kidding? They're both – did you watch the Bucks offense last year when they had Tom Brady? And now they have Baker Mayfield and or Kyle Trask who are missing wide open throws in practice. No disrespect. I love Baker. He's my guy for a long time. But, I mean, it is what it is. The Bucks are not. The Bucks are going to be cover your eyes. They should be flopped with the Rams or the Packers. Packers. Either one. The Bucks should not be up there. They should be in the last row. And, of course, why is Detroit in here? Stop it. Even Chicago should probably be higher. Detroit, but Chicago's unproven. I'll, I'm not going to fight you about them. Detroit should not be in this row. Come on. They should be higher. Well, Colby, Detroit's in this row because one of their top receivers are going to be out for the first few weeks of the season already off the bat. Yeah, they didn't have it like the whole season last year, and they were still pretty great offensively the whole year. Guess what? Their top score is also off the team from last season. How is that? How is that going to help translate to this uh, season? Because Jalen, because because you were the guy who stood here on this very same podcast and told me about how awesome it was that they picked Jameer Gibbs and how incredibly good he's going to be. So that's why they don't. Who cares about that? It's so. Is he going to be thirty touchdowns good, Colby? Is he going to be thirty yeah, touchdowns good? Probably he'll be. He might not score thirty touchdowns, but he'll have more value. He'll create more value with all of the yards he's going to get. Are you kidding me? You don't think you wouldn't have swapped? They should have picked him that high. But look, they also – I would have picked Brian Branch at 12, and they got him in the second round. So what do I know about drafting? So, <laughs> like, the Lions um, – like, it's he's a young, fresh running back who's a dynamic, like, skill. He's a good prospect. I just would – I just am not a running back guy in the first round. I have nothing against Jameer Gibbs personally. Like, he's definitely going to be an upgrade. Jamal Williams, did you see the contract he got from the Saints, Jalen? And Andre Swift is a really talented player, but he's always hurt. So the Lions, stop it. The Lions should be higher. That's disrespect. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Colby, that I just don't believe in them, man. I they really also have don't. one of the best lines in the league. They have a top 5 line. That helps. We'll see. We'll have to see how it all translates, man. We'll see how it all translates. Right now, I just don't trust them. They're snakes. Fair, but not. That's terrible. The Bears also have way upside to be way up, but I'm fine with having them this low. 
right. I, I was gonna if I'm arguing for the Bears, that's just yeah, I don't ha- I haven't seen it, so I can't trust it. Um Commander, same thing, Sam Howell, haven't seen it, trust it. Baker Mayfield, come on, Colby. This is his last stand. I'm obviously going to yeah. give Baker Mayfield the benefit of the <laughs> doubt. This is third strike and you're out, Baker. Third strike and you're out. So come on. No, come on. Don't do not do this. It's over. It's over. I'll tell you this. If he was on the Rams, the Rams would be in that spot. I'll tell you that. Because then he would have been an awesome backup to, to Matthew Stafford. And there would have been no doubts in my mind what the Rams can do. They would probably be in this next row, honestly. Oh, I agree with you that the, he should have it would have been cool for him to stay with the Rams. I thought that's what was going to happen. I was surprised that the Bucks were like, hey, you want to be our probably our guy? So uh, that goes. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just when you're on your fourth team, like I'm, I'm not Don't try franchise quarterback. Man. I'm just not. He's got to try, Colby. He's got to try. try, I'm sure. And he's a respectable guy. I'm sure they'll win a solid four games, maybe five. Now, the team that I'm surprised you haven't talked that much, though, was the Panthers. Not surprised that they're here at this snake spot. No, I think that's pretty appropriate. I would say they get to be above the teams below them, but I couldn't put them any higher. Panthers receiving core is not all that. Like it's like not bad. It's better than like the Titans and the Colts, uh, the Rams minus Cooper Cup. So, but it's not. Yeah, the Panthers. I think they're appropriately appropriately ranked. All right. All right. All right, you ready for the next row? Man. There we go. Here we go. Ready for this category. Let's see. We got carefully switching. We got to carefully switch the bags, just like Indiana's first classic scene that we all remember him from. All right. With the totem switch. You got to carefully switch. All right. <laughs> for this one, it's going to – these guys, some of these guys, they put in extra pieces, and they got to do some careful switching or else it will go very well very poorly all right in the very poorly one you'll see in the defense category but right now you just got to focus on careful the careful switch these teams are the jets broncos falcons chargers cowboys saints giants browns and the seattle seahawks i feel like this is all a great spot for someone who have to do some careful switching this offseason All with the potential to go all the way up. That's the big best thing about it. This is a great tier. This is excellent. I have almost, that is almost, that is great. I like that a lot. I think these teams are all better than the ones below them, except for obviously the Lions should be, the Lions and Broncos should be swapped. I. How? Oh, no, the Lions have nothing to carefully switch. <laughs> they're. Dan Campbell meanness kneecap biting switch. They turn that off if they need to, if they get into jail. The Lions should the Lions have a better offense than the Broncos, flatly. Coaching aside, obviously Sean Payton helps a lot. And I that's why I'm not like incredibly mad the Broncos are on here. They're the worst of the bunch that's on this list with them, I think. Um The Lions are up the Lions have a better line. They have better weapons. And better running backs, and a better oh, quarterback, and a better. I don't know about the running back part. Jameer Gibbs, I'll take him over. I mean, I like. Devontae? I like him a lot, but he's coming off an injury already. I like running backs coming off injury. That usually means they're coming in with a with That's a chip true. on their shoulder. I mean, he's really good, but I like Gibbs. Okay, fine. Running backs, no receiver. Yes. Oh, fine. They, they yes. still got their guys too. I agree on the offensive line. Yeah, Denver's offensive line is very shaky. Amaras St. Brown is a dog. They're they got Jerry, Judy, Courtney, Sutton. Games. They got um, – what's the other dude? They, they got Shark still. Um, dude, Broncos got Greg Dolchich. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Lions have a better offense, and the line is much better. The Lions Their should line be higher, but other than that, that's a great tier. I like carefully switch. That's a good one. Oh yeah, as you can see, all these guys had to make an make an off season move and everything to put themselves in this spot. Minor complaint. So, this is a solid pyramid so far. All right, all right. You're just mad about the Lions, but I think they're in a nice spot. In Not just opinion. the Lions and the Bucks. The Bucks should be in the last row. 
The Bucks should be at the bottom. Just him. hate hating on the Bucks, man. Got Always it. have to hate on Baker. All right. Speaking of which, if you carefully switch, you can get some rolling boulders, baby. Um, this is where the teams are going to be some fun offenses to watch. They should be rolling some boulders over some defenses. So these are the teams that have done the careful switch, in my opinion, on the offensive side. And uh, I think this is going to be – I feel like this is going to be fun watch offenses. You got rolling boulders. So you got your obvious Kansas City. You got your Ravens, the Vikings, Bills, Steelers, 49ers. <laughs> And the Dolphins. Yes, I have thrown Matt Canada's offense into this. Just because I feel like the players around in this offense can make it more interesting. I'm trusting the players on this one. The Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs have to be at the top. Unless, are you just, well, are you not? They lost Eric Bieniemy. I don't know how their offense is going to be rolling. We are counting quarterback, right? Yes. So the Chiefs have to be at the top. They're Patrick Mahomes. They don't have to be number one. But they should be a tier higher. Other than that, this is a very good tier as well. I would think the only ones, you know, I could argue Miami maybe should be higher, but I'm not a Miami guy, so I think that's fine. People would argue Pittsburgh, but I'm glad you're all in on this Kenny Pickett offense. It's going to be pretty legit. Um, No, that's a good tier other than I would just have the Chiefs higher. The only team that could maybe come up, I don't know, probably none of them, maybe Seattle. Seattle could maybe come up. Really? Or if yeah, Daniel Jones yeah. just, like, hits an insane jump in year two with Dayball and the Giants are actually, like, awesome, but I doubt that. So, For me, it would probably be the Chargers or the Jets. Yeah, Chargers I with a new addition and with the coach, coaching staff, and obviously Rodgers and the Jets. Yeah. So, and in this category, the rolling boulders, uh, the main reason why was, yeah, I just don't – I just, you know – the Mahomes offense, yes, it's good. It's always going to be elite and everything. But it just sometimes just feels like at some points it's missing something in the regular season. Like it just gets the job done and that's about it, you know? Um, And that's how I feel. I mean, honestly, should I have put them up a step higher? Probably, maybe. Because when I'm putting – when I hate that I have the bills here now that some time has passed when I made this. But at the same time, I do have to be admittingly. Let's be. Let's act, act like things are underneath the rug with this team. So that's why I have the bills there. I mean, I'm gonna act like this. This whole Stefan thing might be blown out of proportion. So that's why I feel like maybe they will be rolling boulders like they always have. Same thing with the Niners. That's fuck. It's fucking McShane. McShane. It's fucking Shanahan. He's gonna play with football with a uh, running back at quarterback if he has to. So that is rolling boulders, Colby. All right, Jalen. We're near now approaching the top of the pyramids. Here we go. Take, um give me one second here. Yeah, I gotta love the love the zoom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Great content. Love Here we go. All right. So back at the pyramids, folks. And we're at the final stage. What can possibly go wrong, right, when you're talking to Indiana Jones? Well, this is the good part when we're on offense. So in this case, it's going to be alien-made, which is, for some folks, very disappointing because alien-made was not a great movie when it came to the Crystal Skull, I'm pretty sure. But he's come up with some he's, – he's, it's up there now. People giving it a second chance, I've heard. But these offenses will definitely be pretty much alien-made. And Colby, the reason why – I have the Chiefs not in there. It's just because they're receiving core. Honestly, they're, the receivers just aren't alien made like that and everything. Oh, they, that, like we're looking at the Jaguars, man. I got some aliens out there when it comes to Calvin Ridley. I think the Jags, I fully support the Jags all in. Just they're going to go crazy on everybody because I do think they will. Yeah. And then you got the Bengals, which, I mean, we know what Burrow and his receivers do every season so far. I think that's almost a guarantee. So, and then you got Jalen Hurts and his receiving core, and I hate to say it, but yeah, they're pretty damn good. So, uh, yeah, I think these are going to be the alien-made offenses, the ones that are obviously everyone's going to be talking about from week one. Um, same thing with maybe those rolling boulder teams. I feel like a lot of people put focuses on that, especially with the carefully switch ones, though. I feel like that one's my favorite one as well, Colby, when we were talking about this offensive pyramid here. 
because those ones can go up or down very quickly. So we'll get the answers to those guys pretty quick. So those were my final notes. What are yours? No, those are the great pyramid. like the first pyramid, definitely. I have no issues with those three being the top. I mean, I think they're all three going to be juggernauts on offense. I would have the Chiefs up there with them, but those are the only three. If the Chiefs are essentially fourth because of their receivers, I'm not going to fight you. At the end of the day, for for those pyramids, that's a great pyramid. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see how you feel about the defense. All right. Now, you're not much of a defense guy like I am. But here, we um, like to talk about defense sometimes. And you being a Steelers fan, you need to touch into your defensive side. All right. So, awesome. you ready? Yeah. Quick recap of last time. We got the holy fail. No disrespect to the real go holy grail. Um, we got the Saints, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Colts, and the Rams again. Listen, you can't always rely on Aaron Donald for your defensive problems, okay? Not the Rams. So, who else would you like to speak on for these guys before we go argue up on the holy fail? The Saints should be high. Did the Saints not stop? A bunch of old dudes, come on. They had a pretty good the defense. Was mid. They have a defensive coach. You suppose Dennis Allen is allegedly, I'm told. Good at <laughs> you're told <laughs> for some reason. So, no, the Saints still have some awesome players all over that defense. They've lost some pieces. Yeah, sure. It's definitely not as good as it was. Should they be in the bottom row? I don't know about that. The others, yeah, sure. Denver should maybe be higher. Eh, I don't know. They're not very good last year. I'm not too they mad. Lost the corner, man. I don't. I really didn't believe in the Vance Joseph hire. Sorry, folks. I'm not not a big believer. It's gonna be a Sean Payton show or bust uh, this season. And sorry, John Gadden. I just it's gonna be a tough season for the cards. And he's a defensive guy. Maybe I would have given him the benefit of the doubt, but not this time. Not this time. Sorry, it's gonna be a little bit of too much of a shit show. All right, ready? Yeah. Second tier. Moving up the pyramid, folks. We got the building is falling apart, though. <laughs> and Indiana Jones is a classic scene where the building always falls apart on them and yeah. you know, crazy scenes happen. <laughs> this is the, the I feel like you'll see the number one team that I like to highlight on here right off the bat. It's the Jaguars. I have some questions about their defense. And everything, you know, the part where they were down 30 in the playoff game and they did let Mahomes backup quarterback win the game. So or score on them and then Mahomes came back out. So I do have some questions about how their defense left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, no, that's that is fair. It was definitely not a great defense last year. <laughs> yeah. So really, high, I'm really heavily relying on just Justin Trevor Lawrence. Sorry. And uh, just Doug Peterson to pop off. As for the rest of these guys uh, for the building folding apart who aren't as much highlighted but might be getting your attention, it's going to be the Commanders, the Raiders, the Bears, the Giants, Titans, the Bucks, and the Vikings. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good list. The Saints should be higher. The Raiders should be in the bottom row. The Raiders have oh. no people that can cover receivers they have the like the worst secondary in the league and that's but kind their of players are more younger and relevant man i like their younger core yeah i don't know about that secondary man i would say the raiders should be down and the saints should be up here your vikings could have an argument to be down there the defense that got danny dimes paid and them lost some people you tell me the defensive coordinator is going to make a huge difference i'm sure it'll help some only one tier difference, to be honest. <laughs> I think you could maybe have the Vikings and Saints swapped. The Saints should be in the second tier, and the Raiders or the Vikings, pick one, should be down. I won't even make you put them both down, but one of them should be flipped with the Saints. Other than that, pretty good. If I had to pick one, it would definitely be uh, definitely be the Raiders. Come on, let's be real, folks. Come on. And I, I would always put my Vikings over the Raiders. Come on, let's be real. All right. <clears throat> Moving on up to the mid-round, though, we got jumping out a plane with a raft. Because somehow, in some way, everyone knows, in reality, this should not work. Which probably won't. So, for some of these teams, these defenses won't work. But in Indiana Jones world, you can jump out a plane and, with a raft and survive. So, these guys... They're trying to help to survive and move up. You ready for these defensive, Colby? 
ready. We got the Packers, the Bengals, Chiefs, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, Browns, and Falcons. Um, it's pretty good. I would probably have the Falcons lower. I mean, they added a lot of pieces, yes. I'm sure they'll be improved defensively, but they've been pretty bad on defense in recent years. They 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 definitely added pieces. And I like the whole jump. I like the idea that it could work out. I like their Texans respect. I mean, I think that's pretty good overall. Falcons, I would maybe put lower. And I feel All like right. for the Saints, do the Saints just not have did the Saints just lost like everyone? I know they lost Davenport and the one D lineman, but like I feel like the only reason you're keeping the Saints some relevance is because you know Cameron Johnson's there. And they've uh, Lattimore, don't they? No, I think he's a Raven now. No, not Lattimore. They got DBs. Yeah. Sure. They got one safeties on the Ravens. Maybe it was Lattimore. Uh, the corner they still have. It's really good. Um. Okay, it's fine. This is pretty good so far, though. I definitely agree with most of these for the defenses. Texans can be a sneaky, fun team, man. What do we have them at seven? I feel pretty good about that. Rough. I mean, I'll say second team in the AFC South. I'm pretty sure. So that's the only way they got that that spot. Um, surprised that you didn't mention the following teams: uh, Chiefs and the Bengals. To be honest, um, you're Super Bowl front runners, but you're always highlighting them. Uh, but as you can see, I put them down here in the defensive check right here because obviously they're probably a team that I know. We all know they're probably going to have that raft. That's going to be nice. Their raft is going to be. Nice and smooth landing for them, but here I have some doubts. So I'm surprised you didn't say anything about those guys. Well, I mean, I have no issues with it. The Chiefs have lost some pieces. It's young. The Chiefs' defense is good. It's not great, but it'll always be. It's pretty good. They obviously have Mahomes. So the Bengals. No, I have no problem with the Bengals being here. They lost Jesse Bates, who's like one of the top. That's a great piece of that defense. Yeah, the top five safeties in the league. Like that's going to affect them somewhat. So. No, I have no issues with it, actually. Because I know the teams that are left at this point are all really good defenses at this point. At least legit defenses. All right. Well, as you can see, these are two long lists. So the team names are running slim, and so are our tiers. Cold. All right, here we go. We got next one up. No sacrifices needed. All right. Don't have to put any no no nobody has to go to the stake. No one has to do anything. These defense are legit. They're gonna have sometimes they won't even have to send extra guys to put pressure on you. And especially in this case for the Eagles and 49ers and the Steelers, I feel like, because their D-line is really good as well. And the Jets and the Bills, don't forget, folks, they're getting Vaughn Miller back. So I and for the Bills, sorry, yeah. Um yeah, these guys, these are no sacrifices needed defenses. These are teams that I feel like they can just sit out a standard package, and we know they're going to play a solid defense through and through, and it's going to be tough pickings, and they have to be a great quarterback to break through it. So I feel like these are going to be the defenses that we're going to have to be on the lookout for. And maybe if you're out there fantasy hunting, this will probably be the one, some of the teams that you'll get on the later rounds, you know, some fun picks for the later rounds. No, I mean, I like all these. I think they'll all be good defenses. I would maybe be still be a little lower than on Miami, but I know they got um, – Ramsey. And, yeah, and Ramsey, and more important, Fangio, who's like the defensive king. Yeah, he reunites with Nick Chubb, by the way. So, yeah, no, I mean, Miami, they do have legit players. I think the Niners should oh, have – Sorry, Bradley Chubb. Row, just because of all their talent. And the Steelers, I think, are going to be an insane defense. Could maybe even be a little higher, but I'm fine with them being there. Overall, that's a pretty good row as well. Maybe Buffalo should be a smidge lower because I don't completely trust them. But other than that, pretty good list. McDermott has to redeem himself. You have to remember, he is a defensive sure. coach. He needs to redeem himself these last couple of uh, these last couple of weeks. Um, but it... Protect the honor of the defensive coach in last year's playoffs. He did not defend it well. He did not. Let's see. If we're talking about, honestly, surprisingly, Colby, that's what I think I see the Bills – Jets and Chargers, Patriots, Steelers, all defensive coaches, not in the top um top uh echelon here. Still all Still really sidebar. Really good defense. Oh, really good defenses though. Don't forget, folks. All right. Top guns, folks. You ready? Number one tier, even though that's not the name of it. The Holy Grail. These are the teams that are actually 
right? They, these are the teams oh, that I know are going to be actually legit. Oh, right? Come on. I'm going to put my – I'm all in on these three teams right here, folks. These are going to be the ones that, oh, in my opinion, I'm going to be sitting there and marveling at. And you can't believe it. You won't believe it, folks. But it is Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Carolina Panthers. Before you say anything – let me give my reasons out of why. <laughs> why? Yeah. First of all, you're saying, or you guys are already saying, for, I can already see you guys are turning tail on me about the Panthers. Yeah, like, I've already, I've already raved about these Panthers. They're getting my favorite DC going over there from Denver. Remember how much hard work this Denver defense was doing under a terrible offense? Look, this guy's going up against a rookie quarterback who can't do much worse than Russell Wilson did last season. So this defense was in a great position last time. They carried the team, and now they got another guy to give them even more power. And they got some more offensive weapons. It's going to help the defense out. It should be a beautiful scene out there. The defense is going to be back like it was the other past two seasons. It's been a solid defense these last two seasons. I think this season they're just going to explode, and they're going to be the reason why uh, – our boy out there, Bryce Young, is going to be nice and comfortable. All right? Now, it's Dallas. Dallas here. I hate getting burned by Dallas players. But Dallas, I mean, I feel like it's it's obvious. That's their key thing at these last couple of seasons is now going to be turning to defense. They brought back, um, forgot his name. I had it on top of my head for the longest time. But they're bringing back their DC. And uh, he's obvious. Dan, Quinn. Sorry, yeah, he's bringing back Quinn. So, and he's an amazing guy. He's got this defense in tune ever since he showed up. I mean, for God's sakes, he's turned Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs into a star, which I can't believe it still. And then obviously the Ravens. I mean, come on. Roquan Smith, We had I had him in the, as my X Factor if they were to make it to a Super Bowl. So, all right, Colby, what do you got? I mean, the Ravens, sure, I guess they can be up here. I like Carolina's defense a lot, man, but they should not be at the top. They should, if you put them in the next year, I have no problem with them being up there with those very respectable defenses. But they've literally proven less than all of those teams below them. Their defenses have proven. And I like Carolina's defense a lot, but they should be in the second tier, not this tier. Dallas, it's a pretty good defense. I'm not going to argue with it. I maybe feel like you could swap them. The Niners and Steelers, I think, are on the same level as the Cowboys and Ravens. I think they have an argument to be up there. And the Panthers should be down one. All right. Well, as you see, Colby, we got to keep a list. There always has to be only three teams at the top. All right. And I had to keep a fun one up there, keep the presence of a fun team. And I've definitely thought the Panthers also were the fun team. So for you to have some doubt, it keeps the tradition alive that maybe the Panthers might be on that great pyramid that we return to next season. Uh, it gives me more confidence if i'm not gonna lie that you have some more doubt in them i think uh i think they're gonna be a great team i like the players they got from from the line to the linebackers to the literal defensive backs they got it solid on all levels i think they're gonna be a team that you don't want to be sleeping on or defensively at least i mean i'm with you i do like the panthers this year i think frank Reich was dealt a bad hand in indy um, I mean, a different quarterback every single year after he lost luck. So I like the Panthers a lot, man. I'm rooting for it. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's a fun one. There you go. Yeah, it's a fun one. I like the reaction right away. You were already like, what? <laughs> I love it. But let's be realistic. If we were to try and swap one, like you were requesting, what would be a team that I would say be in the swap? Whew. It'd have to be the 49ers, I feel like. Or like that's a I feel like that's the safe consistent answer here. Yeah, I mean their defense has been a juggernaut and they've gotten to two straight NFC championships and their roster's loaded. Yeah. So that's a, that they, they should probably, if anything, been the honorable mention to the Holy Grail, but I have three folks and I have more faith in the fun Panthers than the boring, reliable 49ers. So as a NFC fan, I would love to see a different face than the Niners, obviously. You ready for this, Colby? This is the final pyramid where we combine everything. It's just the teams. Yep, this is it. This I is the teams. My I final like overall. We'll see how it matches up to our schedule preview prediction. But here we go. The four teams, Colby. We got 2024. Here we come. Because some of these might not fit Indiana Jones teams. 
Um, we got the Cardinals, the Rams, Colts, and the Titans. Yes, those are all the four teams that I know for a fact that they're already packing their bags, getting ready for 2024. And the Rams, in their case, though, they're just doing it in poor, desperate fashion. Um, I like it. Can I ask you a question, though? Mm-hmm. Do you owe Baker Mayfield money or something? Or, like, does he, like, have you under some sort of contractual <laughs> obligation? Like, how are the Bucks not down here with these teams? That's my only note. You, the Bucks have gotten an insane amount of respect on the pyramids of Jayza. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> All right. You want a reason why? Colby, it's Baker Mayfield. He is a gunslinger. He is a natural born gunslinger. These the Bucks offense, I feel like it's a natural born gunslinger offense. It's literally gonna go up and it's gonna go very down at is at its moments. But I'm I'm all in on these up moments. And these up moments are the ones that I'm here for. All right. So does Baker Mayfield owe anything on me? Only thing he owes me is a playoff appearance one day. All right? He's not only going to get one from this list. I'll tell you that much. But if he gets a playoff appearance, I'll, I'll humbly sit here on this podcast and be like, see, Colby, we should have never doubted Baker Mayfield. We should have never done it. Because I know there will be many moments I'll doubt him. Let's be real. Many moments in the future. Oh. I'll be honest right here, right now. That's why I'm saying he doesn't owe me anything. But... <laughs> I would love to see him in the playoffs on the Baker on the Bucks, man. Just with all those old veteran receivers who only go up and go down, they literally go up and down the field as their main thing. But Mike Evans and Marquise Godwin, when they play those two, three weeks, it's gonna be electric. Yeah, except Baker Mayfield, except he would love no one that can run the ball. They have no running game whatsoever. Like that's, that's what good leaders do. They make it happen, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm ready. Kyle Trask, get ready to play running back. Go south quick. For some of these quick guys, this is the next tier, folks. Going south quick. They can go really well, smooth, and, you know, those odds are very slim. For me, I see these teams, it can go south very fast, as in they should uh, pack up their bags and pack it up after probably, I don't know, week six. You know, maybe admit reality has reality check week six. But uh, for some of these guys, because, I mean, there is we both agree the next draft is going to be pretty loaded. So before we continue, do you agree with that, Colby? Yeah, that's a good tier. I would put the Ra- the Bucks and the Raiders should be in the last tier, though. But other than that, that's a good tier. <laughs> All right, so for the rest of these teams here in the Go South Quick, it's going to be the Commanders or a football team because they're just still figuring out their name. Um, Bears, Raiders, Texans, uh, the Saints, Bucks, and Packers. Um, I have this is where you have your twelve percent belief in the Packers here for me, Colby. Because yeah, sure, it can it can work. I'll, I'll give it that, but I do believe it can go south very fast. Um, Bucks. I have faith. I just gave you my speech about why I believe in the Bucks. Um, Raiders, I mean, Jimmy G wins football games. I'm going to say that it's at least worth two games, you know, for me to say yes or no before I at least throw the McDaniels Raiders one last time into the trenches here. Um, Bears, God, this is, again, 12% for the Bears. I believe in you, man, but this thing could go south very fast. I, I, don't, I don't want you guys to go, what, what is it, two and – something and then end up going on a five game win streak and everyone be going crazy like they are in the lions. So yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. What do you got Cole before we go on? No, I don't disagree with any of that. I mean, the bears do have upside, but I totally agree with you. Can't fully, can't trust them. Yeah. All right. I think this uh, is here. Awesome. I think all those teams will be scrappy except the Raiders in the box. But other than those other teams, they're not like horrible. But they're not going to be great. All right. I feel that. And, you know, I just don't want to get burned again by the commanders. Let's be real. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> sure with you. This podcast has got some We've just we'll... with the commanders. <laughs> Always will hold slight hesitations. All right. One step away slash prove me wrong. All right. So right here, I these are teams that I am asking you to prove me wrong or – you are just, I feel you're one step away. This isn't the year. These teams are, especially in the prove me wrong category, the Lions, the Jets, 
the Chargers and the Bills in Seattle. One step away, it's going to be probably the Broncos. Everyone else, though, prove me wrong. All right, prove to me that you should be up here in the next area. I haven't seen it yet, so you can't tell me it. It can, it can happen. So go ahead, Colby. I mean, I like that tier. That's a pretty good tier, I think. I don't have any huge issues with it. it prove me wrong. That thing, I agree um, with that for a lot of these teams. I mean, yeah, the Jets could go south quickly, but they should be higher than that. So I think that's a pretty good tier. I like to see who you have above them, but unless until I see someone above them, that I'm like, oh, that's they should be lower. But I think that's All right, a here we go. Good tier. I got you. Well, I got you, Colby. We got the tiers for you. All right, the next tier up. This is where it actually gets a little tough. I'm pretty sure when I was making these. Um, next tier, we got playoffs. The classic line playoffs. Obviously, the prove me wrong category probably falls with some of these guys, but for me, I feel like the especially of the last couple of off seat this past off season, uh, playoff talk has been very important to these teams, and I feel like some of these guys might have the potential to make it. This is the fun ones that I see. Um, Colby, you're already. I feel like you have. I wish I could see the reaction of you seeing these teams above the Chargers and Bills and Jets, but in my eyes. I did have more belief in these teams, and they are the Patriots, the Giants, the Miami Dolphins, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Browns, and the Panthers. So, Colby, go ahead, let her rip, man. I I, I won't even let I won't defend these yet. I'll let you get her get a first defense. All right. I mean, I like the ambition. I do. This is a fun tier, and I do like all of these teams for various reasons. Cleveland should be in the prove me wrong category. They should be down. Cleveland should not be up here. Um, I mean, I like the spicy takes of having some of these young teams to jump over, you know, the Chargers, Bills, Jets. I don't know if the Giants should be in here, but I like their upside. I don't know if you can put both the Panthers and the Falcons this high, but hey, I mean, I do like both their teams and where they're headed. I'm with you on a lot of that. I think they should maybe be in the next tier down. But they're both still good. Other than that, it's a fun tier. I like the upside of like some of these teams. And the Patriots, I do think. I think we're a little low on the Pats. I do think we're, people are sleeping on the Patriots. If they get D-Hop, I do think they'll be pretty legitimate. All right. Well, here comes some defenses for you. Um, for the Falcons and the Panthers, it was simple when I was thinking of this term, playoffs. I did have originally have them in the probably one-step-away category. And I moved them up because guess what? Someone had to win the NFC South. So guess what? It was fun for me to say both these teams are fun. I already gave my reasons for why the Falcons are a pretty interesting prospect of an offense. So, I mean, they're going to be a run heavy team to begin with. That's what I think their defense is going to be pretty, at least proficient. Let's be real. Not going to be the best. Uh, they didn't put that much emphasis into it this off season. Um, but the Panthers, obviously I gave a great, Great reasoning, and I would love to see them up there. Um, playoffs for your Steelers and Browns. I mean, both these guys need to make the playoffs in a tough division. So I just have high expectations for them both. One of them has to come on top. If I had to choose one, it would probably be the Steelers. Um, if I had to kick one, it would be the Browns to move them down from one step away. But I do trust their defense a little bit more. Just because of Miles Garrett. I feel like he uh, plays more games than T.J. Watt. Not trying to shoot shots, but who cares? What about all the other guys? The Steelers have way better other guys outside of the top pass rusher. And TJ Watt's also better. It's at least close if he's not. <laughs> That's an argument for another day, Colby. That's an argument for another like you day. Your to... defense was ranked higher than theirs. Let's be real. I, there is no argument, actually, for another day. It's actually listed on here right there. Uh, Steelers right there. Smack above the Browns, actually. Loud and clear. <laughs> loud and clear. It's yeah. probably the fact that I just think Deshaun Watson does have to kick it into high gear. If That's the playoffs question. Let's be real. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, fine. You can make a case for Cleveland being here. You make good arguments. I think you should have to choose between the Panthers and the Falcons, though. I'm fine with you putting one of them after your argument, but I don't know if they should both be up here still. All right. All right. That's a fair take. I could I could at least I'm looking at it now. I can agree with that a little a little bit. That would have been more of a definitive answer, but I do like the fun take of 
we'll see. You know, I like because we did have both of these guys neck to neck at the end. So it, it was a fun playoff talk for both of these teams. And then they just lose right away to these guys who also, by the way, folks, six teams have to make the playoffs. These guys will be in the playoffs. These are the faces that you know, the faces that you love. These are the faces that you have to deal with. It's going to be the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, Vikings, and then the 49ers. Those are our guaranteed playoff teams this year, folks. Everyone else, I'm hoping that you either A, prove me wrong, B, you actually are saying playoffs. Yes, without the question mark. And then next time, you'll just be one step, you're just not one step away. So, Colby, what do you got? You are muted, my friend, I think. You're right. Sorry. It's a good tier. Oh, and I like the playoff thing. I mean, come on. The Vikings should not be this high. The Vikings can be in the next tier. To act yeah, like – Oh, higher. Thank you. Post through the NFC. That they're on the level of these other teams. I believe they played uh, one of these teams last year in a game, Jalen. How did that one go, if I recall? it was. I don't remember if it was very good, but I the Vikings are too high. Other than that, I mean, sure. The Cowboys – I think maybe should have playoffs a little bit of a question, but they're pretty good. And yeah, obviously these other teams are, are juggernauts. So you don't like the Chiefs going back to back, though, I guess. I just say they're a playoff team right now. <laughs> I, just say they're, I just say they're a playoff team. In my eyes, if you're a playoff team, you have a shot. You know, being a playoff team, you legitimately do have a shot for the rink. I mean, I don't think I have a contenders list, but right now, these are the guys that if you were to say who would be or got your eight to go in, these would be right off the bat. Five of the teams that I would be like, all right, these are my five, you know, going into the playoffs without even listing the wild card teams. I mean, I, I respect that. I like that side of it. Yeah. And I'm I'm guessing oh. with the if you were to list your five, you probably would say all these teams except for probably the Vikings. I don't know if I would say the Cowboys either, to be honest with you. Well, but the team, there's an obvious team above them. Yeah. So, and <laughs> in, in certain cases, they have a team. Some of these teams have a, a certain challenger above them. And they are in that category, by the way. They are the legitimate contenders, Colby. So I did have a category for it. <laughs> uh, I lied. So, yeah, they are the contenders. And they are the Ravens, who we did talk about very extensively on our last schedule prediction. The Jags, the other, the recipient of it. And the Eagles, who I'm not a dummy. They're the real favorites of the NFC. There's a reason why they're above us, Colby. The Vikings are have to be the henchmen of the NFC. If they have a shot, they're one of those guys that can bite the ankles, just like, uh, I don't know, the Cowboys or the 49ers. So we have a shot. That's all I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> this is good. I like it a lot. The Chiefs and Ravens should be swapped. Come on. You're putting their Chiefs. I can't. No. I, I just believe. I believe this is a year. This is where the pyramid, we I dig like the Ravens up. Lamar's not going to be hurt. There's going to be no BS of whatever happened at the end of the season. He's going to play, and they're going to make a real run for it this time. No. Nah, the Ravens are the ugly duckling of that trio. They're going to be good, but no. Not like these others. Chiefs should be above the Ravens. The Ravens should be in playoffs with a question mark, to be honest. But I'd be fine with them being in the main playoff. This Christian and me trash talk might get a little might get a little heated this season because I think we're both feeling really good about our teams. The Ravens should not be in the top tier with those top three. It should be the Chiefs instead. But otherwise, I like this pyramid overall. Solid Pyramid of Jesus. Lots of fun turns and twists. It's a good Indiana Jones movie for sure. <laughs> it's like a good Indiana Jones movie for sure. That's a great way to put it, Cole. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it and everything. This list was very fun to come back and make. Uh, if I were to say anything about these contenders and wrapping up it all, obviously I can't put the boring fun Chiefs in there. It's too stable and boring. I know they're going to be up there, Colby. Come on. <laughs> So editor's notes, we know that already. They should have like a little star ne asterisk next to it. Like, yes, we know they can be a contender, but let's be real. We kept the we kept the tradition of three, three in each, bud. Three at the top, and there always will be three, and there will have to be three. 
And I had to choose two from the AFC because, again, AFC is looking like it's going to run this thing. So, yeah, that is the pyramids of Jayiza return to greatness. That was excellent. I'm excited for the threequel next year. That was that was terrific. Oh, you're. I think it has to be a prequel next year <laughs> for uh, the pyramid. We it has to be like I don't know. I, I we gotta figure it out. I'm not great with archaeology, folks. We'll go something. No, that We're was better with ghost Yeah, pyramids. That was a solid exploration. All right. So that is all we got, right, Cole? Yeah, I think so. We got about the five minute mark. We went a little more on the NBA stuff than I thought we would at the beginning. So that's kind of on me. But no, nah, that was fun, man. I was glad we got to hit these pyramids. This was a solid episode. Oh, yeah. Glad to talk about NFL. Like always, folks, we know we love to talk about NFL. But there's always one thing that we have to talk about. And that is, Colby, our final thoughts. Hmm. So go ahead and take it away, man. What are your final thoughts? Um, Man, there's so many directions to go. I'll just say final thoughts, Um, you know, NBA Summer League going on and all that. I am very excited to see some of the young jumps, and I really am looking forward to seeing what Chet looks like next year. Um, I think he's going to be good. The Thunder are going to be a legit fun team. It's going to be good. I'm very excited to see some of these young teams next year in the NBA, and especially the Thunder with Chet. Hope he's uh, healthy, good to go for the season, and hope he kills it because that would be pretty cool if he was just out there balling. Hey man, yeah, I, I'm always hyped for the chat chat talk right now. Chat talk has been uh, talk talk. Honestly, I feel like he is a very good underdog for rookie of the year. Um, he's gonna be the one to give Rick, Victor a challenge. I feel like um, it's crazy that he can be considered a rookie again. But hey, that's the NBA for you. Um, all right, my final thoughts. Here we go, man. We're pulling up on the All Star break here, folks. And next time we record, I don't know if we're going to be able to, we might be catching the tail end of what is my favorite event of the MLB and probably of all of summer, to be honest. I mean, NBA finals is one thing, but I ain't got nothing. I always look forward to the 4th of July and any time beyond that because of the home run derby. And by golly, they got some good names up there. We got, we're talking a Randy Arizona. We got Adley Rutschman. We got freaking the polar bear coming back i'm just completely all enamored with the home run derby right now great matchups julio coming back to the th- defend his throne it's it's just you know to simply put it just some good stuff cole very good stuff love some home run derby. thank you for listening to the cj jc show Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.